Hey guys, you're very welcome to This Adult Life, the podcast, where we talk about all things to do with adult life. Well, today I'm going to be talking to you about fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. Because right now in the world, there is a pandemic and people are getting consumed with fear and worry because nobody knows what tomorrow might bring. We're all in this same boat and we don't know what the future holds right now. But there are things we can do and that's what we're going to talk about today. How to overcome fear, anxiety and deal with uncertainty. So that's what today's podcast is all about. Stay tuned because you're listening to This Adult Life, the podcast. Right now, the world is in a state of pandemic, but it's also in a state of fear because, I mean, anxiety, stress and worry and all these things are literally become a part of our lives because we don't know what tomorrow might bring. We don't know what next week might bring. Like to paint the picture in Ireland right now where we have to be remaining in our homes. We have to stay in our homes. We're not to travel outside unless it's essential for medical reasons or to get food. But other than that, you're staying at home. Most countries are enforcing this lockdown scenario. So this is scary because it's very hard for all of us as humans. We've never been in this boat. I mean, it is like, it's a warlike conditions basically that we're finding ourselves in. And it's so hard to be optimistic and yes, everything's gonna be awesome. It's really hard to be like that, you know, and, and when people kind of, you know, say, oh, you've got to just be optimistic, you know, I don't like that. I'm going to be honest. Now, you're t- I, I try and keep it positive, but when someone says, just be positive, you know, I always think that's a little bit, I don't know, it's not exactly what we want to hear because to be positive, you need a plan. You need a strategy and a structure because positive is a result of action. It's not just, oh, I can turn on the positive button. It doesn't really work like that. Because right now, if you're a business owner, your shutters are probably down. You know, like myself, my wife, we're self-employed. We run the same business together. And with our businesses, we've had to kind of literally shut shop. We don't know when the next income paycheck may come. We don't know because everywhere's closed. Nothing can happen. So it's, it's not a nice place to be. You know, for a lot of people now, You've got parents out of work and they're at home or they have to work from home, if one or the other, but they're also now trying to be teachers at home, homeschool, and maybe they've got kids and they're trying to homeschool their kids. You've got people who had exams coming up who have to now study at home and try and get a structure around that. And then just above all that madness, here we are, we find ourselves, our whole routine, our whole structure of how our lives were is literally gotten turned upside down and we don't know what tomorrow may bring. You know, when, when the government goes on TV and makes an announcement, we're like, what happened now? What's going to be next? You know, people get nervous when they hear there's an announcement from the government tonight because we just don't know what it's going to be. And that's coupled with there was X amount of deaths today. There was X amount of uh, new cases confirmed. There is the economy is like this and, you know, prices are like that. And all of these things are being bombarded to us every day. Government announcements, new conditions, and it's just a structure and a life that we're just not used to whatsoever. And it can be so, so fearful because the unknown and uncertainty of it all, it could really keep you up at night. However, I wanted to talk to you today about, I'm not going to give you the whole, just be positive because I hate that. Like I mentioned, it's... It's like saying to someone, be positive, but no, you need a structure and a plan, but it's even beyond the structure and plan. I'm going to give you some tips today, tips that I think we all can learn from, because when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself. It's like looking in the mirror, because I'm going to give you tips and some advice and some ways that you can overcome that fear, overcome the anxiety and and deal with the uncertainty of life right now. That's what I wanted to talk to you today. So stay tuned. I know it's going to be a help to you and help to many. And of course, like anything, if you feel it could be a help to others, please share it and let the world know. I was talking to a friend the other day and 
They were not even able to do emails for their business. Their business could still be run from home. They found it so difficult because they were in what I would call a state of shock. A state of like a bombing off in their life. They were just in a state of shock. And that state of shock can derail you. I mean, it can stop you doing what you used to do. It can stop you having focus. It can stop you having motivation. That state of shock that comes in when something like this happens, like I've no money. I've no money coming in. I don't know when I'll work again. And when that comes in, that can blow you out of the water. And people are in a state of shock. And he said, I couldn't, I couldn't even do emails because I can't focus. I just want to be checking the news all the time. And the reason for that, you see, is this. The reason we, we want to check the news all the time, there's actually a reason why we do all that. Why is this different today than, say, six months ago or even a year ago? And here's what I mean by that is, if I asked you, if we rewound the clock a year and I asked you and I said, have you any fears or anxieties about life? And you probably would have said, I've got this, this and this. We all would have had those fears and anxieties in our life at all times. They're just there, but we don't deal with them. We, we, we focus about our business. We continue on doing what we're doing about life, you know, or whatever the case may be. And we don't choose to think about those fears. Because if I asked, God forbid, a, a, a mother and said, oh, have you ever thought about, God forbid, your child was knocked down tomorrow? God forbid, you know, you had a car crash or whatever. And people say, oh, I don't want to think about that. They don't even want to think about those thoughts. And that's completely understandable. Who wants to think about that stuff? So those fears or those things that we don't want to think about, we're always there in our life, you know, horrible things. But what's different now? And this is why it's becoming such a stressor for people, such a horrible fear for us all. Because what's different now is we're being reminded every day. We're being reminded every day about things that we don't want to happen to us ever. Things we don't want to happen to our loved ones ever. Things like what if someone gets sick in the family? God forbid, what if someone dies in the family? What if we all get in sick and cross infect each other and the whole family is not well and somebody, God forbid, might pass away? All these horrible things are being pushed in our faces because before in life, we, as humans, I suppose we all kind of do it. We go, oh, that would never happen to me. You know, we see the news and we see what happens in a country far, far away. And we think, oh, that could never happen to me. We know what, say, cancer. We know what all these horrible things in the world, you know, plane crashes, car crashes. We think, we know all those things out there. We don't want those things to happen to us, obviously. But we don't lose sleep at night because we know that it's out there and, and we have this sense in us that, oh, it'll never happen to me. And please God, it'll never happen to any of us. But the difference now is we're being faced or forced to face a fear. Because there's one pandemic, one thing that is more contagious than coronavirus, and that is fear. Fear is so contagious. Because when you start watching the news, and you're listening to your friends or your family, and you are talking about this thing that we fear all the time, fear can well up inside of you. Fear is really contagious. And then we talk back to people and we talk about them, we're like, oh, do you hear about this, do you hear about that? And fear can spread. And fear can consume you and everyone around you. And some might say, yeah, but and, and rightfully so, this thing should be feared. But what I'd say to you is this, but when we are forced to think about our fears, when we are forced to face our fears, it brings a horrible sense inside of us all. I mean, it really does, it can, and, and, and it can really rock you to your core when a fear like such is faced and put in your face. So what's different between a year ago and now? Right now, we're being forced to face a fear that could be our next door neighbor. It could cross our doorpost and hopefully it never will. But we're being forced to face our fears, what we don't want to happen. But there is hope. And I'm not doing this podcast to talk about the fears, but I do want to discuss what it is we're fearing 
so that we can bring out a solution to overcoming that fear, to overcoming the anxieties and the stresses and all these worries that are right out there right now in every conversation you have with everybody, everyone, it's on everyone's lips because it's now, it's not, it'll never happen to us anymore. Now it's, this could happen. With all the daily reminders in our lives, social media, the news on TV, the news on the radio, our WhatsApp groups, our Facebook, our friends, our family, everybody is talking about this, this thing called coronavirus. Everyone's talking about what it can do because it's now very real. It's not a, oh, it'll never happen to us. It's now a, the chances of it happening to someone we know, if not us, is really, really high. Please God, it'll never happen to any of us because it's horrific. But I want to talk about how we can come around that, how we can deal with this scenario, how we can deal with the situation. Because when you walk down the street and you see someone with a mask, it's a constant reminder. When you're forced to exercise, you know, social separation and, and, and keeping distance from people and you see the markers on the road, it's constant reminding you that this threat is really real. And what it does, it sends your anxiety out of control because your anxiety is there to protect you in a way. But six months ago or a year ago, those fears you had, they could have happened. But the odds were probably a little bit less and the chances were a little bit low. So you're thinking, oh, it'll never happen to me. But now we're forced to think about, yes, this thing is very real. It could affect any one of us if we are not careful and if we don't stick to the guidelines. And even those that are sticking to the guidelines can still get sick. The army can't stop it. You can't stop it. What do you do? What do you do when fear is keeping you awake at night because of COVID-19? So let's talk about how we can deal with this scenario, deal with the fear and anxiety, deal with the worry and stress, and get to a place of where we can accept this thing, not be in fear of this thing, and maybe even have a better outlook with this thing present in the world right now. Because fear, you can feel perilous, you can feel not in control, uh, lots of uncertainty, scared, you can be anxious, not wanting to eat and not in your stomach, maybe an attention headaches, all sorts of things can happen from fear and anxiety. And if that's you right now and you're thinking, but Mark, that's me right now, how can I actually overcome this thing? Well, you can overcome the fear. We can do what we can do when it comes to the virus, but we can actually overcome the fear. I'm not saying that you need to be, you know, fearless since like, I don't fear Corona, because that would be probably unwise. Because Sometimes fear is there to protect you and to show you something's a threat. But we don't want it where it affects our quality of life. Because remember, it's about, I suppose what I'm trying to explain, it's about being courageous. And being courageous does not mean being fearless. It just means being brave in the face of fear. And I think that's what we need to work on because it's gonna help us, it's gonna help our families, it's gonna help all of us because we're all in this together. And if we can start encouraging and uplifting each other and helping each other, instead of spreading fear, we spread something that's gonna help make someone's day that little bit better. I think that is the key and that's the way to move forward with this thing because when we're there and we can bring hope to a situation, well, that changes everything. But let's talk about it more practically because I want to talk to you about fear and anxiety and understand that first and then we can work on the process of getting rid of it. First of all, fear and anxiety, stress, worry, all those emotions, they're a state of being. They're a, they're a place you find yourself at. It's how you feel and it's how your body may also, in a physiology way, you'll feel it physically as well. That's where it kind of comes into if it's tension headaches or, you know, not in your stomach and so forth. So it can manifest in our physical being as well as in our thoughts and our emotions. Because anxiety and fear, it's a state of being. So if I said to you, do you like being in this state? You'll probably go, no. So what I'll say to you is this, well, look, 
Let's show you how we can change this state or at least bring the levels down a bit. It's kind of like me saying, you know, I'm going to help you be, you know, never fear a tiger. No, no, it's good to have fear of a tiger because if you're going to, if you go into a battle with a tiger, you're going to lose that battle. So I'm not saying let's not fear, let's be fearless. What I'm simply saying is let's learn how to control that fear so we can go about our lives and hopefully have a bit of quality of life about it ourselves during this time. So this podcast, I think, is relevant to us probably, I'm going to say, for the rest of our lives because the lessons you'll learn today are things that you can apply whenever you come up against a fearful, stressful situation. When, you know, we don't know what the world may throw at us throughout, you know, the years ahead. So that's when you can refer back to this podcast, I hope, because what I'm going to teach you today are things that are relevant regardless of whatever's going on in the world at any given time. So when you find yourselves in a state of fear and anxiety, so here you are now in this like state of fear and anxiety, there may be a knot in your stomach or insomnia or whatever's going on in your life, but you're in this state of being, this anxious, fearful, stressed, even depressed state of being. The best way of getting or changing that scenario is know where you want to get to. Now, I'm not saying this is any quick fix where you can go from here to here overnight. It's not like that. This thing, it takes work. But what you'll learn today is these things can be applied anytime to your life whenever you're going through a difficult time. Whenever you find yourself in a state you don't like to be in, first of all, identify it and say, I don't like being like this. I don't want to be like this. Now, sometimes things will happen. Like if, if bad news comes your way and you get upset, you're going to be in a state of sadness for a time. But it's when it's prolonged, when it's too long, or when it's affecting your quality of, quality of life for a long period of time, that's when you have to do something about it. So identify the state you're in. The next part is identify the state you want to be in over here and say, well, I don't want to be here, but this is what I want to be in. And a lot of people don't. They settle for where they're at because they don't realize that you can actually do anything about it. They accept what's coming at them as the norm, but it doesn't have to be. You can change your state no matter what's coming at you. Now, I'm not saying in a stupid like, you know, uh, oh, you know, here's a line. I'm not fearful of a line. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying like be stupid. I'm just simply saying if you're in a state over here on the left, and you want to get to where you want to be on the right. Well, you got to work out and identify, I don't like being like this. And it's the baby steps. Like when someone's in a state of depression and they're here, you know, I, I also often will say, well, look, start by just getting out of bed in the morning. Start by getting dressed. And it's the simplest, smallest baby steps that you do. And that's where it starts here. And then you're going to work to where you want to get to. But you've got to know where you want to be and where you want to get to. So if you're in fearful, anxious, depressed state over here because of what's going on in the world, it's understandable. And most people say, yeah, I get you. I can identify with that because we all can. It's being human. This can be our, sometimes our first reaction when we're anxious and fearful because of what we hear on the news. It's the human condition. We're designed that way. We're designed to identify threats. We're designed to pick up what is a problem in the world and maybe a problem for us. That's why we go about checking the news all the time because we are uh, 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 identifying, we're analyzing uh, the threat and we're constantly seeing where it's at, why it's going on. We can't help ourselves do that because it's instinctive to protect us and ours. And that's why we go about cannot get enough of checking the news and checking social media and finding the update of what's the latest on this virus situation because it's it's instinctive to us and we may react fearfully and anxiously and that's okay too we're built that way but what we got to learn to do is remove remove ourselves from that fearful anxious state to where we want to be we don't want to stay there for a long period of time because that would just suck the quality of life out of life i read an interesting book and it's called man's meaning Man's Meaning of Life. And it was written uh, by Viktor Frankl. And the book was about 
How could you be happy when in a concentration camp? How could you find a sense of purpose? How could you continue every day when you could be, your life could end tomorrow? When all loved ones in your life were probably dead by now? How could you keep going in that environment, in that state? And that's what the book was about, great book. But he realized that, you know what? There's always a thing called hope. And as long as you've got hope, you can keep fear and anxiety at bay. And I think that's one of the things we need to understand is when we're in this state of fear and anxiety, one of the places we want to try and work towards is a place of hope. Again, you can be have a hopeful attitude and still be fearful, but it's a lot better than just being fearful. So when you want to work to that hope place, it's also a place of peace. It's also a place of joy and happiness because when you're in a fearful, anxious state, you cannot be happy too easy or for too long you cannot feel joy when you're in a fearful anxious high anxiety state so if we asked me today and said well what do we want to do mark we're in this fear anxious state we want to try and work towards hope and peace and that's the key now sounds really simple but it's not simple because it's really really hard from a state of fear to a state of having more hope more peace in our lives and if that's you, well, let's talk about it. Because that was us. That was me, myself, and my wife. When we first heard the news, we were like, what is this? But we had to make a decision. We had to make a choice. A choice to, I'm not going to fear this thing. Fear is there. It's not about being fearless, like I mentioned. It's about holding on to hope and starting to put a plan in place. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So here's how we work as humans. Because when you hear something like there's a pandemic in the world, your natural reaction, you'll think about it. You'll start, oh my goodness, what does this mean for me? And in milliseconds, you'll process all the risks and threats and what's going on. And you may even start to catastrophize and go, what if, what if, what if, what if? And that's where you need to catch yourself because what happens, that, that thought goes into your thinking. It goes into your emotions, how you feel emotionally and also how you feel physically. That will then affect your decision-making and your decision-making will obviously affect your actions. So here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes you've got to reverse engineer when you don't like your decisions and actions or how you're feeling. Because if I want to change my actions, I've got to change my decisions. If I want to change my decisions, if I'm not happy with them, well, then I've got to change how I feel. And that's why sometimes people say don't make an emotional decision because emotions can really make us make the wrong decisions sometimes. Um, so if you want to change how you feel, you've got to go back to how you think, how you're processing all of this information. For example, if someone is depressed or, or anxious or and they wake up in the morning and they're in bed their actions might be or the the outcome would be oh this coronavirus I want to stay in bed pull the covers over my head and just wish this all away and just stay in the dark and not have to think about it so their action was staying in bed now that's okay for a time if you go through something traumatic or whatever that's okay for a time but a time not a long time and certainly not forever so if you want to change the staying in bed We'll use that as an example. That's your action. You've got to change in your decision because if you're staying in bed, you've decided to stay in bed. Whether you admit it or not, you've decided. And you've decided because of how you feel. And how you feel about your decision of staying in bed is because of what you've been thinking. And it all comes back to a thought. So if you want to change any of the outcomes, you've got to reverse engineer and go, if I don't like this, well, you've got to work it backwards. If I don't like my actions, well, then I work to decisions and feelings and thoughts and thinking and all that. That's how it's all connected. Now, this all happens very quickly for us as human beings. Like when I discussed when I went through a really tough time of anxiety years ago, it's on a previous episode if you want to check it out. Um, and it was anxiety like I've never known because 
I, I couldn't control my thoughts, my body, my life. It was just, it was crazy. I've never experienced anything like it. But as horrific as it was, I learned so much through it. And it's just served me so well with the knowledge, the wisdom and the power and control it's given me of my life. Because I realized that we can't always control the outside, but we can tr control everything on the inside, everything in our mind. You know, we can't control what our mind thinks. Now, let me explain that. For example, if someone says to you, don't think of the Eiffel Tower, you'll Im immediately see an image of the Eiffel Tower. Don't think of the color blue or the color red. Or you, You've probably heard these examples being used before. If I try and tell you what to think or tell you not what to think, you'll still visualize it in your mind because that's how the brain works. But however, how do you change what you're thinking about when a fear latches on to a thought process? Like, God forbid, when will I work again? right? Or when will I have enough money? What if I can't pay the bill, right? We'll use that one. What if I can't pay the mortgage or the rent? And that fear gets added to that. And now you've got evidence to prove it because you're told you're out of work or you're not working right now. So now you have evidence to back up this horrible feeling and this whole thinking process and it all compounds together and it puts you into a state of high anxiety and fear, which is understandable. So how do you change any of that? If you want to change any of those, you work it back. And that's how you find out where the problem is. And that's what you work on. Because sometimes we can have the right attitude in our thinking, but we end up making still the wrong decisions because we let emotions or the wrong type of emotions take effect. But that's probably a different day's podcast. But anyway, so that's what we can do if we want to reverse engineer how we are. Because by default, your brain wants to be fearful, anxious, and probably even depressed. It's kind of a lot of the time our default mode because it's the path of least resistance but we need to sometimes change that so it doesn't take control of our life and that we still have a quality of life. That's the thinking behind it, really. I kind of refer to it as train your brain. Sometimes you've got to train your brain. You've got to get your brain by the scruff of the neck and go, okay, we need to get you to where I need you to be at so that I feel and enjoy life a lot better than I currently am. So we want to get from that fearful, anxious, stressed, worried, depressed state over to a place of hope and peace and maybe even happiness again. Well, then what do we do to get from A to B? We look at our thoughts. We look at our feelings and emotions and our actions. And remember, you can't really change your um, emotions. Your emotions are changed by your actions and your decisions and your thoughts. That's how you change your emotions. I always refer to it like this. Your thinking and your doing is how you change how you feel emotionally and physically. Your thinking and your doing. It's kind of like a car. The front two wheels of the car turn. Well, see those wheels as like your thinking and you're doing. And the back two wheels are like how you feel physically and how you feel emotionally. Those two follow the front two. And that's why sometimes you make decisions against, like I did a bungee jump years ago. Not to go off point here, right? But I remember doing a bungee jump years ago and I'm standing at the top of this crane. I'm looking over, it's 150 feet in the air and I'm like, my emotions were a state of, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And my physical being was adrenaline rushing. Like I was shaking and trembling because just the body, emotions and feeling just did not want to do this bungee jump. But I still was able to make a decision contrary to how I felt because I knew I wanted to do this bungee jump. And I did the bungee jump. And there's a photo to prove it. And yes, you can see the fear on my face because sometimes we have to just do what we know is right even when we don't feel like doing it. And it's like when we're in bed in the morning and we just don't want to get out of bed. Or it's like when we can't do our emails because we can't focus. Sometimes we've got to make that decision despite how we feel physically and how we feel emotionally. 
And that's not easy for any of us. We're human beings. There's a lot to us. We're complicated creatures. And sometimes it's really, really hard to make decisions when you feel like doing the complete opposite. But that's where character training, strength, inner strength, mental strength comes in because you go, I know what I need to do and I'm going to do it no matter how I feel. It's not easy, but when you get to that place, it does give you a lot of control in your life. It gives you actual power in your life to now pursue your dreams and goals and what you want to do in life. So sometimes you've got to make those decisions that you don't feel like making. Because when you think of, um, here's my actions and my decisions, and then you look at, but my emotions are all over the place. Well, you go, right, I need to go back to what is wrong in the equation. You go, well, the emotions, I don't feel like doing it. But when I think about it, I know what I should do. So then that's how you reverse engineer. Find out what's wrong, and that's the part you'll either look to change or ignore. And you go about doing what you're meant to do. It's like, as I say, the front two wheels of a car. You're thinking and you're doing. So how do you change that state of fear in your mind, anxiety and stress and worry? Well, what you need to do is you need to get behind the wheel of the car and you need to start going, you know what? I still have control in my life. I have power in my life because I can control what I'm going to think about and what I'm going to do. Because when the thought, like I said earlier on, if I say think of the Eiffel Tower or think of the color blue, I can't stop thinking about it. Or if someone says, you know, you see a, a, a billboard or a yellow sign that says coronavirus on it, immediately goes to want to process it in your brain because your body wants to assess all potential threats. But what you do is you go, no, I'm going to, when my actions change what I'm thinking and start doing stuff, even by faith, because you don't even know, your brain, you might even find it hard to think that way. You might not even be able to think straight, but just start doing what you know you can do and what you know will work for your better rather than add to your fear. Because you have control. And even though we feel like we we cannot control coronavirus, there's no vaccine, we can't fight it yet, but there are things we have control over which we can help in, should I say, strengthen or build up in our life. And those things are the things that we have control over, that we that will bring us power and will build us up, that we can combat fear and anxiety and depression. So what we need to do, we need to take back, take the reins, get the steering wheel in our hands and say, I'm going to start deciding what I'm doing and what I'm going to be feeding my thoughts with. Start, take the wheel of the steering wheel of the car and start going with your thinking and your doing in a direction you want to go. Remember, fear is here, but you're heading towards hope and peace over here. And that's what you start to do because we can do it. Now, it's not easy. We're all in this together. We all have experienced these moments and this is not something where I can like I'm no wizard at this where I can go yeah I could just you know turn on hope and ignore fear no (laughs) it doesn't work like that at all it's actually really really hard but when you know the tools and what works for you and the strategies well you can start working on them and I will say this it's the little wins you got to celebrate the little things the little wins that's what you got to celebrate but here's what we're going to talk about What do you have control over? Because uncertainty is because we cannot control the future. But we can control the now, we can control today, and we can control what we do and how we spend today. And we can also do things that protect us against this virus. So what can we control? Well, first of all, we can start to establish healthy habits. Getting out of the bed, going to bed and trying to get keep sleep, work, rest, and play. Trying to get the balance between them all. We can do something like that. Okay. Secondly, we can work on building our immune system, you know, and, and that's something to do because we can say, well, look, if I build my immune system, I'll have a better chance, God forbid, this coronavirus comes my way. 
I can help my family have a better immune system. I can start working on my immune system. That's what I can control. Uh, also, a schedule for your day. You know, putting in a bit of a schedule, a bit of a routine, because we are creatures of routine. We love schedules, even though we don't realize we love schedules. We actually do. We don't like change and we don't like to be out of routine. We like routines and we like schedules. Anyway, I know I do, that's for sure. We can also change the communication in our life. And what I mean by that is, well, we can quieten down those things that are feeding our anxiety. For me, I only check the news once in the evening and that's it. I don't check it first thing in the morning because I find that has a more of an impact on my day. If I go on my phone and start scrolling through news feeds and different things, it will affect my day. I, I could be more stressed, more worried and more fearful because of it. So I don't do that. What I do do is I check the news once a day in the evening. And I'll make sure it's not lasting before I go to bed either because that will affect my sleep or I could do. So I check the news once. So we can control what's speaking into our lives, the communication that's coming our way. We can also control the conversations we have. Like we're, people want to talk about this thing. We all want to talk about this thing. And if someone has an update, we want to know the update and we can ask them, oh, did you hear the latest? But then can it, put a time out and say, you know what? But anyway, enough about that. Let's talk about something else. That's going to help and not feed the fear that's trying to rise up inside you and change the conversation to something else. What happens when we get derailed like this is it can literally derail us like a train. We had all these, you know, dreams and goals and expectations. Things were going okay and we were doing great. We had a game plan, but this came in and blew everything up because we don't know what we're doing. Even financially now, there's pressure that we haven't had before. But what we can do is we can still go, hang on a minute, it hasn't changed my goals. It hasn't changed what I want to work towards. It's changed the method I get there. It may change the timing of when I get there, but never set a goal or a destination based off time. But you can still work towards that thing maybe in a different way. Maybe you got to get more creative on how you go about it, but you can. You know, we, we run businesses and we found that it's now becoming completely virtual businesses. You know, as far as, you know, communication goes and whatever, I can't meet people like I would have. I can't, you know, plan my workshops and speak at seminars because they're all canceled. So what do I do? When it comes to our business, our photography and film business, we can't go on location to do a shoot. So what can we do? So we've been working on other aspects of our business and that's what you can do. But keep the wheels in motion. It's like when you get a flat tire, you know, you gotta pull in for a little bit. There's gonna be a time where you change that tire over, but you change the tire and you get back on the road. I'm saying that to myself, I'm saying that to you, I say it to everybody. We gotta get back on the road sometimes. Fix that puncture. A great thing we have control over also is our outlook. Our outlook, because when fear and anxiety comes in and uncertainty, the outlook is bleak. It's like, where do I go? What's gonna happen? I don't know what tomorrow brings, never mind next week, and we're under lockdown for a few weeks. Will it be even longer? Maybe more months. I don't know. That whole uncertainty is a horrible, powerful thing. But outlook is something that hope actually affects. So just don't, well, I'm going to presume it's going to be all great. You know, but what you can do, because that's kind of fluffy and that doesn't really work, right? But what I am going to say is what you can do, what we can do with ourselves, we can say this. We can say, well, look, at, I don't know what the future holds, but I know what today holds. Today, I don't have this virus, thank God. Today, my family members don't have this virus, thank God. Today, I've got air in my lungs. I know I'm under uh, house arrest almost, lockdown, but I have. Ch I can still make choices. I can still decide how I spend my day. You know, thankfully, nobody is unwell. Focus on the things that mean something and focus on a thing called hope. And as I say, hope doesn't have a time on it. Hope just says this thing is now, but it's not forever. This thing 
it too will pass. Every dark cloud has to move along and the sun shines again. I know it's cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> it's so true. So this thing is now, but it's not forever. It is not our, it's our, our new norm right now. But you know, as people, we're, as humans, we're really adaptable. We'll adapt to this thing. We'll adapt and we will conquer and we'll move forward. How long it takes, we don't know. But we're going to have an attitude of gratitude and say, you know what? We're going to move forward. Enough of sitting on my hands and being in fear of this thing. The fear doesn't go away. This thing is a real threat. It's horrific what it's doing in lives of family members all across the world. But if right now you're like, but Mark, how do I overcome that fear? No, that fear is there. But what you can do is you can start to choose and switch on to hope and take back power and control over the things you can control. It doesn't stop the threat, but it stops fear incapacitating you. And that's what's important. It doesn't stop what's out there. You know, please God, it never happens to you or I or any of us. But what you can stop is the fear, the anxiety, the stress and the worry. You can dial those things down. There's still uncertainty. There's still this horrific virus in the world. However, we can choose and change our actions today and find out what to be grateful for today in order to move closer to hope rather than remaining in that fear and anxiety place. Because sometimes in life we have to just remind ourselves and I think through this we'll all be reminded of what's important as far as if you've got your health, there's no price you can put on your health of you and your loved ones. Because so many people don't have that today. So many lives have been lost, but yours, if you're watching this, you're still here. And I hope and pray that you get through this thing and it does not cross your door. But at the same time, each and every one of us needs to count our blessings. We need to say, you know what? I have so much going for me. I've got air in my lungs. I've got people who love me. I can get out of bed today. Count the blessings and it's sometimes the little things that mean the most. And the same is true for business owners. If you've got a business that is tanking right now, what you got to do is go back to the pillars that work. The foundational stuff of what made your business great and start working as if your business was starting from scratch today, although it's not, but if it was, if it was starting from scratch right now and you were under lockdown, how would you do your business? Double down on what works for you. Double down on what you know you can do from home that's going to build and strengthen your business. That's what you get stuck into. And if you're thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a restaurant, Mark. I, my shutters are down. How can I do anything from home? Look at the other areas of your business that you can do from home. Look at the, the jobs, the office jobs, the things that, to do with our business that we probably put off doing. Look at all those things. Find out what's assessing what works for your business and double down on those things at this time. Strategize. Think of inside the box and go, what can I do? How can we adapt to this lockdown situation for our business? What can we do? And get your focus back. Get your drive back. And it's, again, like I said, through what you're doing and through what you're feeding your thinking with, that's how you pull along your emotions and how you feel physically. Your thinking and your doing control your emotions and your physiology. Remember that. Even though you don't feel like doing it, start doing what you know to do. Get your focus back. Get that drive back. I'll also say this, is make sure you... Guard who you allow speak into your life because, you know, misery loves company and sometimes people will speak misery all day long and they just want company and they'll just tell you how bad the world is and they can pull you down in a second. But what I will say is this, be careful because misery does like company and I can understand it's easy to be miserable at a time like this, but it's not going to serve us well. It's not going to serve our families well and it's not going to serve our businesses or our employment or anything like that. 
We need to look at the game plan and go, hang on a minute. I've got to be careful who I allow speak into my life because if they're pulling me down or they're feeding the fear of anxiety in me, I don't want to feed that thing. I want to feed hope and peace and joy in my life. That's what I want to get busy feeding. You know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Hang around like-minded people. It's not that you're void of the reality. It's just that you've an attitude of, we just keep moving forward no matter what. It's like I said at the start, being courageous is not being fearless. Courageous is just being brave in the sight of fear. Being courageous means we're going to keep moving forward with a hopeful attitude. And that's what's important. So when I share this with you, when it comes to fear and anxiety, we want to move towards hope and peace. And it's not easy. It's a step-by-step -step process, but at least identify that you want to change it and then start to do the baby steps about changing it. We're all in this together and we all have the same kind of human condition where it's we all want to be fearful and close the door and hope this just disappears but it's not disappearing and we don't know when it will but we got to remain strong as best we can maybe through all of this there's going to be a strengthening of you maybe your inner self maybe you'll find a self-discipline you didn't have before maybe it's going to connect you with family like it didn't before because now we're being forced to communicate you know we're st stuck in our house with our families we're we're forced to get along you know or if you're like my parents like i i can't see them as such, but I will communicate with them online and I'll communicate with them, phoning them and video calls and different things. And if I see them, it's from a distance, but I can't visit them like I used to. Maybe from this, we'll have a new sense of appreciation of what actually is important in life and how I know for me, I, I can't wait to spend time with family and friends again. Something that maybe we could have taken for granted because we get so busy in life. If we rewound a year ago, a lot of us would say we're just too busy in life, but maybe this is going to give us a sense of appreciation for what really matters in life and it's amazing to see in Italy a place that has been devastated by this disease this virus and how the canals of Venice that fish are starting to swim in those canals again the water has become clear because life is resilient life adapts life overcomes life keeps going time keeps ticking and life keeps moving forward and that's what we got to remember I know it was a side note to see the fish swim in the canal but it's amazing the way life will persevere through adversity. To me, it was kind of like metaphoric. I just kind of thought, that's amazing. It's a That's a beautiful thing amongst all this horrible news. That's one little nice thing to see. But life is like that. We are like that. Because when we row in together, it's amazing what we can achieve. Who would have thought we'd be here today? Because I know in life, you know, fear is here and hope is there. We all got to start moving towards hope. We can't change what the virus might do. We can't change what might happen to the economy, but we can change how we think about today, what we do today and our outlook for tomorrow. That's what we have control over. That's what we have power over. And realize that you've got that power because life has a way of surviving. We're survivors. We can row in together and get through this because I've spoken with so many people lately on how fear and anxiety is just ruining and wreaking havoc in their personal lives and in their business lives. But let's not let fear take control. Fear is contagious just like the virus is contagious. The virus we cannot stop, but we can do things to protect ourselves. Like I mentioned about our immune system, like I mentioned how we spend our day, and like I mentioned how we feel and how we think and what we do. It's not easy, I know, because nobody knows the outcome. But what we do know is we, we can control today. We can live in the moment. We can kind of say, look, it's out there. I can't stop it. But I can do things to protect myself. I can do things to protect my family. I can do things to protect my business, even my job. 
there are things we have control over, there are things we have power over, and those are the things we need to double down on. Get focused, you're gonna be okay, you're gonna get through this. You've probably been through stuff before. I don't know your story, but maybe you've been through stuff where it's been difficult, challenges, things you never thought you'd overcome, but you did and you're here today. We cannot stop any sickness or disease out there, but we can do ourselves things for ourselves to protect ourselves. We can't stop car crashes and plane crashes and wars, but there are things that we can do and things that we do have control over and we do have control over our lives as far as what we do today, how we think about today, how we spend today and what we invest our time in. We have power over those things. I'm gonna say this to you and I mean this because I'm saying it to myself, this thing has tried to derail us you know, and see it as a thing. See it as, it's a virus. We can't stop it. It's out there, but we can control our lives. We can control what we do. And really wanted, I wanted to make this podcast is that we don't let fear knock us for six, that we overcome this thing called fear. We, we don't know how to deal with the virus and God forbid it never comes our way, but we can control the fear and the worry to some degree. We can dial it down and we dial it down by doubling down on what we know will move us towards hope and peace and maybe even laughter again. You know, if you are someone, I spoke with people who've lost so much focus in their lives right now, and it's it tried to do it to us all. It tried to knock us for six when we got the news of this virus thing. But I made this podcast to encourage you to say, listen, it's all right. You had a time out, but let's get back in the game. Let's get the focus going again. Let's get focused on what we're doing today, what we can be grateful for, and what we can work on for the future. Let's get focused on the things we have control over, the things we have power over, the things that are gonna make our life that little bit better than it was yesterday. Those are the things you have control over. So get your head back in the game because you can do that. You've got the choices to do that. So let's get busy doing that. And work on what we said, work on like our immune system and our schedule, do all those little bells and whistles. But the overall attitude is we're going to move towards hope and move away from fear. Even though we are feeling fearful, we're going to move towards hope anyway. I remember hearing a quote before, face the fear and do it anyway. You know, this eventually it will pass and I don't know how long, hopefully sooner rather than later. But I hope and pray that you and yours be fine, that your family be okay. You know, I hope and pray that we all get through this and it never crosses our doorpost. But you are gonna come through this stronger. You're gonna come through this with a resilience that you've never had before, an inner strength. Because when I spoke about earlier on, I mentioned about in a podcast previous when I suffered really badly with anxiety, I never thought I'd get through it, but I did get through it. And you can check it out if you wanna hear about that story. But you know, you're gonna get through this. You're gonna be stronger for it. You're gonna learn things about you and yours because of it, but things that are gonna enable you and make you better for the future. This will pass. We're gonna get through this. And I pray and hope this thing never comes to your family or to you. Please God, we'll rise above the storm and not get caught by this virus. But you know, it's about doing what we can do to protect ourselves, to protect our families and move forward. But remember, don't let fear take over your life. Do the little things that will move you towards hope. And it's the little wins that make all the difference. This thing, it might be now, but it's not forever. Thanks so much for joining us. Of course, if you've got any questions, get in touch. Check out some previous episodes. I know the last episode we talked about how to survive lockdown, you can check that out. But I hope today has been helpful and please share it. The only agenda with this podcast is to help people. So please share it. If you do share it, tag me because I'd love to see that it's been a help to somebody. On that note, thanks for tuning in. I've been Mark Fennell and this podcast is called This Adult Life. Have a great day and I hope that tomorrow 
be that little bit better than today. 